0: Dwayne, are you ready? Another podcast, man.
1: I I am ready. I am so ready. This is going to be an interesting, fun podcast. Uh, We have an interesting guest today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Somebody that uh, that um, I know that nobody else knows. So it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) We're going to have a good time. Hidden gem. A hidden gem. Yes. So. We are going to have a blast on this one. Let me go ahead and pray for us. We get started and then we'll jump into the podcast. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, I just thank you for this day, Lord. I pray that as we uh, just really begin to have conversations about leadership, uh, about what it means to, to be an effective and efficient leader, I pray that you would be with us, that you would uh, guide this conversation. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would be with each and every one of our listeners, that they might be able to be uh, inspired from this conversation, they might take some uh, some nuggets of, of wisdom from this, and that uh, you would be working uh, in us and through us, Father. And so we thank you for this time. I just pray that uh, you would bless, and uh, this time would be just honoring to you. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, what is going on? Welcome to another Don't Mention It podcast. We are back with uh, a season all about leadership, what it means to be an effective and efficient leader. Uh, We've titled this From Loser to Legend, From Zero to Hero. So we are trying to help you guys become more effective leaders. We're not saying you're losers. We're not saying that you're zeros. Uh, but we are saying some that we can. Some uh,
1: people might, J. Phil, some people might be though. You think so? And that's why they're listening. That's why they're listening to the podcast. I don't, I don't, to I don't want to podcast. call somebody
0: a loser, man. That's not nice. No,
1: well, okay. We're not going to call them that, but like they might be that, and they realize that. That's okay. why they're listening to the podcast. Okay. All
0: right. We we like, didn't you know say what? it. We didn't say it though, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
1: You know, their mom might tell them. Oh, oh that's a mean mom.
0: Dwayne. <laughs> We actually have a guest. We told you guys we were going to have guests, and we've got a guest, so I'm excited about that. But before we dive in, Dwayne, we got to start the podcast. Start us off, brother. All right. Start us off. Let's do this. There we go, the mountain. We're daddy. ready. I've got my coffee uh, today, so we are ready to rock and roll. Um, Dwayne, go ahead and intro Whoa. our guest, man.
1: Yeah. Well, well, first off,
0: first uh-huh. off,
1: everybody knows the other guy on the other side of the screen. It's j Flow. Everyone knows j Flow. He's, he's, he's the greatest. He's the, he's the one, as I always say, he's the one that – he's the reason this podcast even gets going. Um, he's, the, he's the brains behind this. I'm just the comic relief that tries to keep this um, fun and entertaining. Um, and I'm probably the only one that actually thinks it's fun. Uh, and actually, um, probably not funny at all, but, uh, at the end of the day, um, we have a good time and we hope you guys do too. Um, and, uh, I'm Dwayne. j do you have well, an intro I, for me? Yeah, yet? I got an
0: intro for you, brother. I didn't know we were going with intros okay, today, right. but I got you. I got I mean, you. I mean, you
1: have to, you gotta, you gotta
0: introduce me. All right. We've got the deep. Sometimes defensive. Oftentimes dangerous. Daily dose of D Wizzle Dwayne the deserving, never desperate, but very detailed. Dwayne Gasares. There we go, man. I got you some, oh, I got you man. some adjectives wow. to start with D. All right. Wow. I looked it up. I was like, okay. all right, I'm, I'm all right. ready. Okay. I've got it. All right. There you go.
1: All right. All right. Well, well, um, I really wish, I really <laughs> wish I could give the same type of intro for uh, <laughs> for the man we're about to introduce our very first uh, guest inside this leadership podcast um but um he's super cool super good guy um the things that the things i i'm already learning tons from him he is um my boss my manager my uh my, my the, the head honcho around these parks um Along with other elders, of course, <laughs> but he is the pastor. He's the pastor here at the church at First Street Church in Dumas, Texas. Uh, his name is Matt Matzky. How's know going? I pronounce that right?
2: He did good. He did good. Yes, it, it'll work. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Trying to trying to keep up with. The Energizer Bunny over there, but I mean, <laughs> just keeps going, right. and, going and going and going and going. It's the Mountain Dew. It's the Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's. I Mountain laid off Dew. the Mountain Dew years ago, so I got to well, keep Matt, it going.
0: It, it's so it's so good to have you, man. It's it's good to to have you on Honored the podcast, and so we're excited about uh, having uh, you know some conversations about leadership and and really what we're focusing on in this podcast is uh, just how do we not. Burnout. Um, how do we uh, prevent ourselves from leading uh, from from empty or or on empty? And so excited to have some conversation with you. But but I wanted to start off by just kind of having you tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, just your, your background and um, you know what you're doing there uh, at First uh, First Street Church, and um, you know those kinds of things. What God's doing there as well. So if you don't mind, just kind of telling us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. So uh, grew up uh, grew up in a small town. About fifteen thousand in an agricultural area in Nebraska. My dad, my dad was a pastor, so I grew up a church kid. Grew up a PK. Uh, went off to college to not be in ministry, and uh, along the way, got back into it. Uh, but but along that path, uh, did a lot of different things. Was in management in different businesses. Uh, a lot of different experiences from from working at a corn syrup distribution plant to selling shoes at famous footwear to, uh, whatever. And so, uh, obviously, um, a lot of, lot of experience in, in those, those areas as well. Uh, been married for 26 years now awesome. and, I uh, got four girls, uh, all out of high school, all college age or older. So 25 down to, to age 20. So, uh, just enjoying life and really enjoying being in, in ministry on this side of this side of the equation and, um, learning how to lead better all the time. I, I, I make a lot of mistakes and I think, uh, good leaders recognize that, that they're not perfect leaders. And, and so you're always learning to lead better in, in different ways. And so you take your every day as it comes. So and Dwayne has definitely challenged me on being a better leader because man, I gotta, I gotta fix a lot of things there. Man, it's just like one day out of three. I've only another. been here two and a half weeks. I know, and I already I already got a list. I already got a list of things I gotta work on. So it's all good. It's a good. He's doing a great job.
0: That's awesome. Well, I'm uh like I said, I'm so glad to to have you here. And I think uh just being with someone that's that's got the experience that you have in, in ministry and um and then also uh just uh, your your background in um you know the 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 corporate world or, or you know the the um uh, what I I always hate using this language sacred and secular yeah. right but but the secular yeah. world uh, and I know some people would kind of understand that that language uh but I think this is a great way to 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 kind of kick off our conversation and say you know uh, what What can leaders do? and And I think we're in a unique position right now because you've got Dwayne here on your team and and he's just coming in. Um, and in many ways, he's he's just starting kind of his uh, his full-time ministry role. I know he's been involved in ministry in many different ways uh, in the past and and kinds of of uh, volunteer ministry or part-time uh, uh, ministry. but but really now, uh, you know, f- feeling that that sense of that calling to to go full time into ministry. What uh, you know can can young leaders learn and and uh, and begin to kind of set themselves up so they might finish the race well, right? And we we yeah. as young leaders want to make sure that we're we're doing things in such a way that that we're not burning out, that we're not leading from empty. And so uh, I'm excited about this conversation, but, but I, w- I wanted to start off with just kind of asking you, uh, a, you know, a question right off the top. Have you, have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt oh, that, yeah. that place of, of man, I, you know what? I'm, I'm giving, 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 and, and I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm empty in my own life. And, and so what has that been like? Has that ever been your yeah. experience? And, and, and maybe we can start there.
2: Yeah, I, I think the thing with when it comes to to burnout or leading on empty, I think I think really it's it's something you don't see coming. It, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, on the other side of it, you you you'll look back and you're like, "Man, I was leading from empty." And so I think I I definitely had that experience. Um I you know, I jumped in to having a family and uh, being a dad and and trying to provide for the family and doing two or three jobs at a time, all you know, doing part time this and full time that, and, and just trying to make ends meet and and barely scraping by. And and I think when you get into the busyness of of life like that, and and you don't you don't have, especially when you're young, you don't have certain things that you you have are part of the rhythm of your life. Yeah, uh, you'll find yourself on the other side of it just exhausted and. Uh, oftentimes a lot of, a lot of people in, in leadership, they've, they've not only lost themselves, but they've lost their family. They've lost their relationships and, and it can be a dangerous thing if you don't, if you, if you're not prepared for it. So, um, for me, for me, that, that hit, you know, shortly after being in, in full-time ministry for the first four years, okay. the first four years of my full-time, uh, role. Um, and, uh, we we just need to escape you know i i I remember looking at my wife and going i i've left you out of the picture for four years you know and i didn't mean to i didn't realize i was doing that yeah and uh looked at my kids and and they were growing up faster than i was ready for and and it took me stepping away from my role and and taking some time to really look back and, and recognize that so it can happen fast if you're not ready for it for sure
0: I heard something interesting, and as you were talking, it reminded me. I, I heard a, a pastor uh, say recently that um, at the beginning of his ministry in his in his thirties, he had his brides confused, and and he basically was yeah. kind of talking about how Good he, he um, you know, the, the church being the bride of Christ, right? But but a lot of times we make the church our bride, and and we neglect uh, like the actual bride that God has given us, you know, our spouse, right. and so. Um, he, he, he talked about, you know, he was so concerned about being a provider, uh, that he forgot or neglected to be a partner. And and I thought that was really interesting just to kind of, you know, hear from, from a pastor who had had, you know, some experience and, and, uh, saying, look, I, you know, there's there's some things that have to to become priorities, and we have to realize that sometimes we can get busy in in the busyness, like you said, of of yeah. life of ministry, and we end up neglecting those things, and yeah. um, and and it can be a, a dangerous, slippery slope to to kind of you know be at because of of uh, the 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 burnout that will happen in your life, but then also the effect that it
2: has on the people that you're, you're leading as well. I think that's, that's a down yeah. thing. Well, and, it, and it's hard cause you, you don't, like I say, you don't see it coming. So of course that freaks us all out. Mm-hmm. Like, you mean, I can't see this coming. It's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I think the other part is what, what happens in, in the way that we process, especially as guys, if it, no matter what you're, no matter whether, whether it's ministry, or just working in, in the business world, there's one side of you that you are torn that you want to provide for your family mm-hmm. and you want to help and, and you want to do everything you can. And and so sometimes maybe the, the lifestyle choices or the financial choices you make put you in a position where you got to work more and more and more and more to make mm-hmm. more money to pay off all the stuff that you got. Yeah. OK, that's a whole different conversation. But but I think no matter where you're at, I think what happens is as us guys, we kind of we we're not trying to be everything to our family, but we are we're not trying to be everything to the business or, or the ministry that we're working in, but we are, and, and we can't be both and, and really living in that tension. That's, that's what surprises you is you don't realize that you've been living, focused on the wrong bride, focused on the wrong individual or, or individuals focused on um, the wrong purpose of your life. And, and you can sacrifice all the other things that really, really do matter in the long run. So um I I think that's, you know, I think that's the surprise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, I just, I was just talking to um, Matt about this just recently. Um, And I would even say that uh, because I I, I went home just the other day and I I got, I got to the house and um, you know, my, my kids were wanting to play and Sarah was wanting to talk to me. And I was like, man, you know what? I just don't feel like being a dad right now. I was like, I can be a husband. I was like, I can be a husband all day but like i just don't feel like being a dad i just don't i don't i i, I just I, I just i'm tired like i just i just want to come home and and hug on my wife and just you know just just relax and um and and, and matt matt is actually the one one that told me what did you do you remember what you said I, what you told I, me or no uh <laughs> It was, it, it, no, it's, it. it, 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 it um and, and I, I don't, I don't remember exactly. That's why I didn't yeah. want to say it, but, um, but it ha- had to do with, um, Well, you can't be a good, you can't be a good husband. That's right. That's right. Yes, yeah. you're being a good dad. Yeah. Like mm. you, you can't, you know? And so, and, and, and I would even say that that goes into as being a leader, you know, of, of your family and you, 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 you trying to, um you know, that, 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 burnout that comes that, um, and it's, and I'm, I'm telling you, and it's, it's something I'm having to, I'm having to work with, right. I work out right now, but, um, and not from being burnt out, but the, the feeling of leaving my family out and trying to, you know, trying yeah. to make sure that I don't take church home and, and I don't take the job home. And as, as, um, and even even in the in the trade show industry, whenever I was in the trade show industry, I would work hours and hours. I'd come home and I'd bring it home and I'd tell my wife all these, you know, this is what's happening, this is happening, and this and all these things. And 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 you know, it's 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 it it, it put, puts a lot of just puts a lot of uh, pressure on her because it's just a bunch yeah. of negativity. It's nothing. It's yeah. nothing good, you know. Um, but but anyways, trying to find that balance and trying to do yeah. that. I mean. Uh, how, how, I, I know this is not one of the questions we, we wrote down for That's you, okay. but how do you, how, how, how would you suggest us teaching, um, or showing as, 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 as you know, you being a leader, how, how do you teach someone those things? Um, yeah. and like, or, or maybe books that you've read or mm-hmm. just little things like that. How, how would, how would you, um, rec, what would you recommend?
2: Yeah, I, well, I think, first of all, and, and uh, thank you for the reminder of one good thing I've said. That's great. Um, <laughs> but the other part, as I was thinking about it, is I think, I think our spouses, they understand that whatever we do is a part of us. Whatever our job is, whatever our role is. I think in the ministry world, um, because we have this, uh, because our relationship with God is a relationship, Mm -hmm. it's not a job. We are going to bring that stuff home. I I don't think you can avoid that. Uh, Your kids, if if you're in ministry, your religion is your ministry is your relationship is who you are. So on one hand, I, I would say this, I think our spouses want to be a part of our world. And so they, they, they enjoy hearing about that, but we need to remember that while we're telling them that, you know, this is our world, we need to also be in their world. Mm, um, cool. And so when you get home, um, there's that moment where they want to hear how your day went. They want to hear your experiences, but you can't forget that they also have some experiences that you need to be a part of their world. And so, mm. um, and and sometimes that's the stuff that's going on in our lives can be too busy, can be too much for them. They're, they've they been dealing with kids or they've been dealing with their own job or their own experiences. and And we have to learn to, to be in their world there. They're willing to be in ours. Let's be in theirs a little bit. So I think that's, that's, that's the part that I had to really learn. Um, and, and, and begin to recognize, uh, when I first started, you know, doing all the full-time jobs, my wife was at home with four kids. And, and so when I got home to be a good dad, I, I also had to be a good husband and to be a good husband. I had to be a good dad. And so there was learning to live in that, uh, world of, okay, do I need to take the kids and go do something? Do we need to hang out do I need to give you a break? Do I need to just listen for a while and, and just let you just kind of vent, you know, let's get the kids to bed and let's let's how was your day type of stuff? So that was that was the newest challenge, especially early off that I had to get. Um I think I think one of the big things that I've had to do too is I have to just um I learn from other people. I, I learn from from coaches, from mentors, I learn from books. Um I, I think sometimes we I love the podcast. I I listen to podcasts, but there's, there's something about picking up something and reading it and having to wrestle with it and underline it and come back to it and rethink it and reopen it and fold pages and and mark stuff that you go back, man, I got to come back and think about this for a minute. I got to wrestle with this a little bit because that's where I've learned the most really. Um, I, I love listening to people. It's easier. It's quicker. Yeah, uh, but but there's that other element of of reading, and so there's different books that I've read over the years that that really do kind of help. I think some great authors like Carrie Newhoff, who kind of balances that ministry and that um, and that business world. Uh, Stanley Andy Stanley has great stuff; he really does. You know, uh, one of the books I'm kind of actually working through right now is called "Better Decisions, Fewer Regrets," and he's unpacking some of his past books that he's he's done, but it's also some new new thought that he's experienced. And so those have been really helpful. Those kind of things have been helpful just, just to kind of keep me grounded in, in what really matters. Um, cause, cause obviously you don't want to lose the family for the sake of the job or the ministry. Had. Mm-hmm. that tension, that, when you lose your family, you lose everything you really do you, you, because it affects your job. It affects who you are. It affects everything. Cause you, you, you realize that you failed. So yeah
1: and i think i think i think uh just 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 to make sure that the listeners know that um that you know this is that, that, that it sounds like at least may, maybe it's just me but it, this might sound like we're only um focusing on the ministry life, but that's because that's, that's our lives right now. But at the same time, th- this, this stuff can, can, can happen in, in the, in the secular world, as Jay said yeah. earlier, the, or the corporation world too. And, and, and you can take that stuff home and, you, and you, you can, like, you know, something that my wife had, had said that she was, um, that, that we never wanted for our relationship was for me to get home and for me to park in the driveway and just sit in the car for like 30 minutes. She was like, like, you don't want to come home. You don't want to come see me. Like, you don't want to like, you know, you don't. and, and, and it was, and, and that's never happened, but still at the same time, it's like, she was like, I just, I want you to be able to want to come home. And so, um and so it, it's, it's, I've I been, mean, I'm super blessed with my wife and she's, she's amazing, but she, uh and she, so so she really tries to make sure that I do have that wind down time yeah. and, and that the kids aren't like, you know, Bombarding me as I walk in the door, as as much. I mean, they can hug and do all that stuff. But she's like, "Hey, let dad, you know, calm down. Let you know, let dad have a minute or whatever, you know, and we'll, where we can kind of chit chat and stuff." So that's that's really good. But point is, is that you know, it, it, um, I would even say it's good to communicate with your wife about Absolutely. these things and communicate. Say, "Hey, I just need a minute. I need I, I need to take that. I need to have that minute." Um, for a little bit and i know it's been hard on you but just for me to get that 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 um that parenting mode back on and something that um Matt actually re- recently told me was that um there there's an app called the parent q app and maybe maybe you can maybe you can talk a little yeah. bit more about that but um the parent q app where um, he he's like you know just look, kind of look in there and and, and there's some things that, that 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 just to get your mind back on 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 parenting, you know, and 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 to get your mindset back on that before you get there. Um, but uh, but yeah we'll we'll, we'll,
2: yeah, we'll we'll talk about the parent Q app in a little bit though. Yeah, well, I think, want to talk about it now. Well, I think that kind of stuff is good. I I think again, and, and you're coming from the whether it's business or ministry it does matter. I, I think mm-hmm. guys think a certain way and girls process things a certain way. Mm-hmm. And us guys, we, we can compartmentalize things. And so we have to do things to compartmentalize. Okay. I've, I've, I've been working now. I need to go and and be dad, be husband. And, and we have a, it's easier for us to do that. But remember when we get home, um, our wives don't think that way and they don't process things that way. Mm-hmm. And so they're wind down their There, I just need a minute to kind of calm down from the day. It looks very different than ours does. And so maybe it is that moment, you know, before we leave the office, we just kind of take a breath and rethink everything and process stuff. They haven't had that opportunity. And even if they've been at work and they're just getting home, they haven't had the same ability to wind down. So figuring out how your wife does that best and just asking her saying, Hey, what can I do to help you unwind at the end of the day? What can I do to help give you a moment? Um, mm-hmm. what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. I think that's more important than us telling them how it works for us.
0: Yeah. Cause, yeah.
2: cause they probably already know how it works for us. <laughs> uh, that's good. We need to invest that time to say, what can I do for you? And and I didn't do that. Well, I did not do that well early off. I really didn't. I think, I think that's really good. I, I have, I've had some conversations with
0: my wife recently about, about that because, we are very different in the way that we process things. Both of us work and we we work pretty, pretty um, uh, long hours. And, and, you know, so a lot of times, you know, we'll come home and we're taking care of, of our daughter. And, uh, and so I'm kind of that, you know, Duane was saying like, I, I just want to sit down and kind of calm down for a second. And my wife is very Ooh. go, go, go. All right, we got to do this, 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 this. And so that, begins to create a tension, right? Because for her, it's like, I want to wind down, but I want to get everything finished. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. Before, I, I need to get everything finished so I can wind down. Exactly. And yeah. me, it's like,
0: wait, wait, let me wind down and then we'll go and get everything finished. And so having to find <laughs> that balanced and, and, and that balance and being like, all yeah. right, because if not, one of us sit, is sitting on the couch and the other is doing all the work. And you can imagine. I don't want to take through. out the trash right now. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I'll do it before I go to bed. And it's like, no, we need to get it done now, you know, so we can. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, having those conversations and talking about it and saying, hey, you know what, Like you know, we just had our, our daughters uh, uh, 14 months right now. And so, or 15 months now. And so it's like, it's been 15 months of trying to figure out how to adjust. Um, yeah just because we were both, I mean, before our daughter was born, we were both very, very career minded. I mean, you know, uh, very into, into what we were doing with our jobs and stuff working, like I was saying, long hours. And now it's trying to figure that balance out and saying, okay, you know, what are, how are we, how are we doing this and, and, and how can we be more effective in it? So it's been a very, uh, interesting season. I think that's really key is having that communication and talking and figuring out what that looks like. Cause it is going to look different, you know, between, between the, the both of us. So, yeah. um, so what are some, some things, kind of, talk, well, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, what are some ways that, that uh, you know, some of the guys that are listening can, can begin to implement uh, or, or practical ways, you know, where do we start with making sure that we don't reach that place of burnout? Um, you know, what are some, some real practical
2: things that we can do there? Yeah, I think I think, uh, I think um, just some simple, some simple stuff. And we kind of, we probably already know this but it, you you got to take the time to actually put it into practice. I think the first big thing is really just having uh, the understanding that family matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, your family matters. Um, and, and so you never want to compromise family, um, as much as you can, especially coming from a business career minded focus. Uh, a lot of young couples are that way early off and then they have kids. Um, and then everything changes. Um, I think I think knowing that your family matters more than anything else and, and keeping that important is huge. That that means family vacations. That means getting away from whatever you're doing together, uh, creating memories together. It, it's not about buying stuff and, and giving your kids more stuff and, and always giving them everything they need what they need the most is time and and what you can give them the most is your time. And so that means you're going to have to take time away from other things. Uh, We kind of had this phrase that we, we learned early off. If, if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to Mm, and recognizing that early off is huge. So family matters is a big one. I think having a mentor, a coach, somebody who can um, I kind of use this illustration. If you've never been to Disneyland and you're going to go from Dumas, Texas to Disneyland and you don't have GPS or anything else, and you're going to drive there, uh, it would be good to know somebody who's been there before. He you know, knows what to expect, knows the good places to stop and the places not to stop. And uh, But sometimes we just try, in life, we just try to go one direction, and, and we don't rely on the people that have been down the road a little bit further than we have, have have had experiences, have been to those places uh, that we haven't been. And so utilizing a mentor or a coach who can kind of see danger coming, uh, like I said, a lot of times with burnout, you don't see it coming. You don't. But having somebody a little further down the road says, hey, uh, you need to step back a little bit. I, I see something happening here. I see some, I see some tension happening. I, see, I hear some frustration coming from, your, from, from what you're telling me. I, this story doesn't make sense. This story isn't going the way you want it to. Mm. Take a step back. You need somebody who can do that with you. And I think the other one is, um, I mean, obviously be a learner all the time, but, but really this goes into more, and this sounds a little spiritual, but, uh, but be still Uh, find a way to just stop. Yeah. To stop. And, and, and I think journaling is a big one. I think writing things down, uh, writing down your experiences, your life experiences, what's going on, writing down your questions. Um, We all have this device, this phone, right? We have a little mini computer sitting in our hands use that, use the technology that you have to, to write down your experiences and what you're going through, what you're thinking about, what you're processing. Sometimes you don't have to have an answer right now, but man, just stopping. Like for me, it's, I'll I'll go out and play golf. And, and oftentimes I don't want to play with anyone. It's just me. Mm -hmm. I just want to go and be by myself and not think about anything. That's why I haven't been invited. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. Well, you're, you're probably not very good. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's,
0: that's probably true. <laughs> it's very true,
2: but, but I think that just being still and just stop it, finding a way to just get out and early off in ministry. When I started realizing that I would, when I was coming out of the burnout, one of the things I did, I did this in Sacramento is, uh, we have a big river out there. And, uh, once a week I would just get off. I'd take a, a, a lawn chair. I'd take a, 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 a take a, a, you know, a journal, a book, a notebook, and, uh, I would just, I would hi, I would park, I'd walk about five, you know, five, uh, five minutes, 10 minutes from, from where I parked and get away from everything, hide out in some trees and just sit there by the river and just process, okay, where am I at? What am I focusing on? What do I need to do? And just that being still moment was huge for me. It, it really did help me, uh, keep from being burned out when I was being pulled 50 different directions.
0: You know that's mm. such a a great thing. As one of the the um, when I first started in ministry, uh, and I I took on the role where I'm at now as a, a pastor. I had an older um, pastor. We went out on a kind of like a little retreat, and one of the things that he told us um, was, "Hey, you guys need to spend time alone. You know, the, uh, do that once a week." And so I've really tried to implement that and, and we've, we've used this, this phrase at our church a lot, um, rhythms and routines, what are the rhythms and routines mm-hmm. that we have in our life? Uh, that are going to draw us closer to God. And one of those big things for me has been exactly that. It's been at, that solitude. And, and there's a big difference between uh, solitude and isolation, right? Because sometimes yeah. we can isolate ourselves. That's unhealthy. But, right. but solitude is is connecting with God. It's it's uh, spending that time, like you're saying, to process the information and what, what's going on in our life. And um, for me, that looks like hiking and and just getting out in nature. And uh, I've got a, a, an app called Dwell on my phone. And Yeah, um, it's a good app. Yeah, and it just it just you know it will repeat scripture. I just put in mm-hmm. what what scripture I want, and uh, and it'll just kind of keep it on a loop, and uh, and I can just think about it and and really meditate on that and stuff. So for me, that's that's been a huge thing, and and you know I think uh, it's a great advice for anybody. I mean, this is not just for people in ministry, but anybody who, I mean you've, you've got to slow down and you've got to take that moment to, to pause. Um, And that's why, you know, we, we talk about, you know, we see in in scripture, this idea of Sabbath rest, right. Of, of this rhythm in our lives of, of saying, okay, I've got to slow down. I've got to rest. Yeah. Um, Because if not, you know, we're not designed to, to go uh, 110 miles an hour, you know, 24 seven, it's just not 365. It's not gonna, it's not gonna end well.
2: Well, in that personal, you got, you got two different types of pause. You got the personal pause, and I think that needs to be fairly consistent, if not every week, every other week, or or at least at the very least every month. And then you have that family pause. And I think that's the family vacations, the family memories, the the let's take a trip here. Let's, you know, the 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 unsuspected uh, surprise moments, get everyone in the car and go to Dairy Queen or something goofy. Those little things are big and, and can be random, but I think you have to have that rhythm in your personal life of I'm going to take a moment just to stop and just make sure, uh, okay, let me remove the spiritual world. That's hard for us as pastors because it's everything, right? Everything yeah. flows out of our relationship with God. But yeah. but if that's not where you're at, you still there's still a benefit of just stopping and going, where am wow. I at and what am I doing? I, I think some of the, the people that I've, I've had to work with and, and deal with and even counsel through, uh, a lot of times they don't want to stop. Mm. because that means they're gonna have to think about all the stuff that they don't want to have to think about. And they are the most unhealthy people in every other area of their lives because they don't want to stop. And they're always going from this and going to that and take my kids so I can go do this and I need to go do this. And it's about, and it, and when you're that self-absorbed and self self uh, focused, man, it just, it it eats away at you and, and it becomes difficult. And I think that getting away and actually having to think and process where am I at? and, And what am I going to do? And how does this affect me and my family is a bigger question that we got to wrestle with on a consistent basis. Because if we don't, it's going to sneak up and bite us.
0: Yeah, I think that's Mm. good. Now, kind of on that with the, the sneak up vitus, uh, what are some warning signs? I mean, what are some things that yeah. we can be on the lookout? Because a lot of times what will end up happening is like you're saying before you know it, you know, you're there and you're like, man, how did I get to this place? And yeah. so what can we do to prevent that? And what are some of those warning signs that, that we might be headed down that, that path?
2: Good question. I think, I think a, a big one is, is when you don't want to go home. Mm. Uh, y- y- you're in danger at that moment. Um, when... when when, uh, I think another, and this is a little thing, but, but when you can't put down your phone, okay. you know, when you, when you can't stop and just be there with your family, be there with your wife. I think those are big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I think well, when you can't, st- can't
1: put her phone down? Uh,
2: <laughs> it's, it's not about, it's not about you, uh, oh, God. <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around you. It revolves around her. No, uh, it, I get that, but, but okay. And this, this will be, I know, I know we live in a PC world where, where genders are, are in question at times. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing, guys, we we've been made a certain way. We have certain personality and character traits. And, and if we want to be the leaders in our home, then be a leader at the home. And uh, this is going to hurt. But if your wife won't put down her phone, it's because you're not being a good leader. Yep.
0: That's yeah.
2: I, and I, I really, yeah, I know. I I, I hey, really. You know think what? That. All
1: right, guys. Well,
2: thank thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> uh, we hope you come back. Shot. But but here's the here's the thing. It's 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 not a it's not a knock on us. It's it's, it's that there's something more engaging than us. And mm-hmm. and and at some point, you get, and that doesn't mean you can't have that time and you can't be both. You know, doing your own thing and and chit chatting. But man, is it that's when when that's your go to. When you, when you sit around at the dinner table, if you're not stopping having dinner as a family at least once a week, it might be time to stop and have dinner as a family once a week and put the phones away and put the phones off the side and just have a conversation. And here's, here's why I say that. Your wife, women are very social. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not being very social with her, she's going to find another place to be social with, and that might be on her phone. Yeah. It might not be that she's doing anything else other than flipping through Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. But, but the reality is uh, we got to be a better leader at home too. And, and so um, as much as that may hurt to hear and think about that's, that's a warning sign. You know, I, I think the, that's a, that's a yellow flag. It's not a red flag. It's a yellow flag. It's like, Oh, Hey, warning. You, you might want to start investing. And that might be those moments when you notice that moment, it might be, Hey, Let's go do this. Hey, you want to go for a walk? Hey, let's just, let's get outside for a minute, you know, type of moment that that she kind of needs or that you both need. So I think that's one of them. I think, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of other little ones that kind of come along the way when, when you can't, when you can't stop doing something, when you can't uh, get away to do something, when you don't have time, when you don't have time to be still, that's probably a warning sign that you're too busy, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, if you don't have somebody who's investing in you, if you don't have somebody who you can talk to when, when everything's going crazy, mm-hmm. that's probably another warning sign that you are on the verge of burnout uh, because you're doing it all on your own. I would I wouldn't even, I mean, sorry guys, but I have to
1: ask this, but um, it's kind of like, you know, what did the baby corn say to the mama corn?
2: <laughs> what? Where's popcorn?
1: Where? Where's popcorn? Exactly, and you never want to get to that point. In, thank you, Matt. Thank you. So you never want to get to that point in. I don't. In, I still in, in understand that point. <laughs> in, well, you never want to. You never want to get to that point to where to where your kids are like, where "Where's popcorn?
2: That?
0: Yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. You never. Yeah. you Where? Where's popcorn? It's you know? pretty corny um, so I'm joke. Out there with
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> boom, dad jokes.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I think. I mean. That's good that's,
2: point. That's good thought.
0: Yeah. You don't, you don't want to get to that, that place where, I mean, you know, you're, you've been so absent and, and I appreciate you, you know, being honest about that. Cause a lot of t- about the, the, the whole, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's you, right. As a man, not leading well in your family. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of times we don't want to take the responsibility or the blame. Right. And we want to put the blame on somebody else well my wife is like this mm. and look at, and, the reality is, and and I think we've even talked about this in the podcast uh, in the past, Dwayne, or maybe this has been a conversation that we've had. But um, I can't change my wife. I, I you know, I can't, uh, you know, convince her or force her to do something. But what I can do is I can lead well, uh, and I yeah. can, and I can, um, if and and you know, I, I forgot exactly what the conversation was, but it was something to the extent of you know. Uh, there was some some issues going on, and I think at well, basically the the consensus of the conversation we had was you're not going to be able to force your wife to do anything, but what you can do is you can begin to love and you can begin to lead, and then you can watch that change happen naturally as yeah. a, because you're you're being a good leader. And I think that that's a, a key thing is um, a lot of times w- the conflict that we see if there's just a, a small shift or change in our own leadership and the way that we approach the situation. in our relationship with our kids. And so, yeah. um, I, I think that's, that's a, 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 really, really big thing. Cause we, man, as men, a lot of times we can, we can be great leaders, uh, in all of the different areas of our life. And then we're really, really sucky leaders when we're at home. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, uh, sure. I was,
0: I was talking to a guy yesterday. It's hard uh, to
2: lead at home. It's yeah, hard because it, when you're in leadership, Think about it. You're not trying to take your job home, but apparently you got to go home and still keep doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does
2: make it. It's like uh, I can't yeah. escape it. Yeah, I just you yeah. you're going to be a- sorry. And
0: no, no, I was, I was saying, I was talking to a a guy uh, yesterday. He's a member of a church. He's also a neighbor, and we were talking, and he was he was laughing because he was like, man, you know. Uh, My wife gets mad at me because like, I'll go cut the neighbor's tree and I'll go uh, help over here and do there. And she's like, well, how come you don't do any of that stuff here at the house? Uh, And, uh, and so it just reminded me, we do that. And and part of it is that we get the, we get the satisfaction of the accolades from all the other people. And we, you know, we. You know, my family's gonna be theater. there. It's not, and, and but we, we constantly seek the approval of other people, and, and we, re, yeah. we don't realize that the, the primary, you know, our primary focus really has to be the family, like you were saying. And, yeah. and so, um, you know, when we, when we don't wanna go home, you know, when, when all things are, are, you know, other things are taking priority, yeah, that's, that is a, a really big sign of, of, um,
2: well, how often have you driven, sorry, I was just thinking of this, but uh, how often have you driven past a landscaper's home? Mm. and it's not very well kept because <laughs> they're not trying to take yeah. their job home yeah. you know they're doing that all day why do I want to come home and keep doing it you know, yeah. That's yeah. The first, I first realized that when I drove past a guy that I knew as a landscaper I was like this house looks like a dump and I was like well, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. he's, not, he's, not, he's already been doing that all day he's not going home to keep doing it Yep. and yep. that's yep. hard yep.
0: that's yeah. funny I have a, my neighbor across the street is a landscaper and- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he listens to the podcast. So. You better hope
2: not now. <laughs> Cause, you cause might want to go over and cut his yeah, cut, his, cut his yard. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. I was looking, I was like, man, let's go ahead and cut his yard in, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I, and let me add let me add another thought that you brought up that I think is is important too. based off of just the COVID stuff and all all this pandemic, there's a there's a new challenge that's coming up. And and I hate to kind of be generational, but millennials really uh fall into this. Where um we we love the idea of working from home mm. and if your job is at home, you're never away from home and and I think Dwayne and I were talking about this one day too. we were talking about uh, he said how do i how do I make it okay that when my you know my kids start crying when I leave and they don't want me to leave and how do I deal with that and i mm. and I just said, uh, don't forget you're gonna, you're going to go home later in the day." It's this is the chance for them to learn that you're going to be back, mm-hmm. and and that Daddy's going to be back home, and and it's okay, it's okay for Daddy to leave, and it's okay Daddy's going to be home. And I think, I think now with with a lot of the pandemic and a lot of people starting to work from home, Daddy's never gone, Mommy's never gone, and and so there might even be a thing where we need to start learning to get away from our kids a little bit, mm-hmm. and and it is so hard to trust other people with our kids, it really is. But at the same time they need to see that. And it, and it might be that you need to find a way to get away from the house for an afternoon to go do your job. You know, if that means it's a Starbucks or whatever uh, so that they, they experience them that coming home too. You, you mentioned something and it just caught that, that triggered with me that I think I, I think there's the other side of it where we never leave home and, yeah. and we're always running home and we're always being with the family and, and we sacrificing the job. It's okay for them to learn that, hey, I gotta go work, I gotta go do this stuff for you to see that but I'll be back and we'll be together and we can enjoy life together. Um it it's it's a good learning thing for them too. Yeah, that's really good. Um, well, I want to touch on one last
0: thing before we uh we leave. The that you said something real interesting um about just kind of the busyness, right? Like sometimes we one of the the signs is that we're so busy. Uh, we can't ever break away. Right. And, uh, and you also said something earlier where you said, if I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, What, maybe from your own experience, uh, what have you learned? And then what can, can some of these, you know, us younger guys, someone like Dwayne, that's just starting (coughs) off. um, What can we do to, to be able to, to prioritize certain things in our lives? And, and uh, what have you learned in that area? Because and I'll, and I'll I'll kind of be a, a little vulnerable with with what's going on in my own ministry and, and life is is that we're a, a you know a, a smaller church um, and but we we operate as a kind of a larger church in the sense that um, we at one point uh, were probably about uh, six seven hundred members. And uh, we still have a lot of the programs and the events and all that kind of stuff of a six, seven hundred member church uh, with about now half of that membership um, and about half of that staff. And so what ends up happening is people are are kind of expecting a certain level of uh, ministry, expecting a certain level of um, activity yet we don't, we don't have the capacity. So what ends up happening a lot of times is it's late. It's the early mornings, late nights. It's myself and the other, uh, the other pastor and our staff doing a ton of work. And so I've had conversations with my wife. She's just like, you're gonna have to let go of some of these things. You're gonna have to say mm-hmm. no to some of these, these events, some of these projects, uh, some of these meetings, those kinds of things, because you're going to end up, and I do right now, but you're going to end up burned out, um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that looks like me sometimes at the church painting because some of the volunteers didn't show up, or you know, doing construction projects at the church, or all these different things. Which, you know, I don't mind doing; I love it. But at the same time, saying yes to that, I've, I've learned that is saying yes to that is saying no to time with my family. It's saying no to other things that that need to get done, like visitations and uh, and mm-hmm. uh, study time or different. Yeah. What are some things that you've learned in that area, and um, and then how can we as as young leaders begin to to make sure that we say yes to the right things?
2: Yeah, good. Uh, I I think it's always a work in progress. I, I don't think there's there's a there's simple system. I think I think that question is what I, if I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? Is is a good first step? I think it's I okay. I think stopping and recognizing that is huge. Um, I think there's certain things that you can do uh together as a family. I know having a 14 15 month old, she can't come over and help you paint, you know, something. <laughs> yeah. But as as your kids get older, that is an opportunity. And I did that with my girls. Um okay. we we would there were times when it was just crazy busy and so we would all do it together and it was their opportunity to learn what it meant to serve and mm-hmm. and and to do more, but um I think I think some of the things that that you got to be able to do is uh, first of all just again stop and go, okay, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? Um, and then I, I think helping other people, especially when you're trying to lead other people, I think I think you start asking that question with them. You get them around the table, you get them eye to eye, not not face to face on on a phone or anything like that, but eye to eye and 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 open up and, and just be real like, hey, we're doing this, we're operating at this level. This is what it looks like for us. When we say yes to this thing or this this ministry or this program or this uh, thing that we're putting on or putting together, that means yes for us, but we're saying no to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and how can we all get better at what are some things that we are okay saying no to? I, I know of a church, they were kind of doing the same thing and uh, they were going through, I, I believe it was a book of Leviticus at the time, and they hit the part where um, where God had kind of established for, for the Hebrew people to have a year of Jubilee where they did nothing, where they did absolutely nothing. And so this church decided, you know what, we're doing a lot, but is it really effective? Is it really doing anything? And they stopped everything except for Sunday morning. They didn't even do children's ministry. They didn't know youth ministry. They did not, they did nothing except for wow. Sunday morning for an hour, for a year. Wow! And, uh, I don't know that I can do that. I don't know that I can get people to do that. It sounds sounds amazing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but they came back from that and and it helped them kind of visualize what matters, what should we do, what shouldn't we do. And and somehow you have to take your business, your your ministry through something like that. Like how can we really mm. stop and and then be able to um and I think, I think that's the big thing as ministry leaders that here's, here's the other thing that, that we know certain things will, certain things will die and you got to kind of let them die off and you got to let them kind of work their work its course. Don't just jump in and replace it with something. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we did when, when our, uh, our, one of our ministry leaders left, which opened the position for Dwayne, uh, we took a year, we took a good uh, almost eight months before we really started thinking about the process of who we're going to bring on, what is that going to look like? Um, And that was on purpose because, um, because I looked at it and I said, we're just trying to hire, we're just trying to fill a gap, fill a gap, fill a gap. And we're just trying to keep up this pace. It's not going to be good. And, and, and it was really helpful for us to step back. so I think the big thing is, you know, again, what are you saying yes to what are you saying no to? And then what, what can we stop on purpose for a purpose? What can we stop on purpose for a purpose? What, what are we going to stop so that we can put a better purpose to what we're going to do? I I think that's big for me, at least, at least that I've experienced. Unfortunately, I don't do that well at home. Um, (laughs) because it's, it's hard to do that at home, but, but there's definitely times when my wife and I, as we've gotten older, have learned to do that better. And, um, and we've done that stuff together. And, and so, um, that's helpful too, is, is when your family can be a part of whatever you're doing. Yeah. And it's hard think, in the business think, world, but, but, it, but it's doable. You just have to find ways to do it. What were we gonna say,
0: Dwayne?
2: I, I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's quick.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Well, because well, be, I mean, I'm taking notes as you're as you're talking over here, and so like you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm writing little things down, and not because you're my boss, but because there's a lot of in- interesting stuff that you're saying, you know. Um, and I mean, I mean, you, you said it was helpful for you guys, you know, it was helpful for me too. Um, whenever whenever y'all waited that long, so uh, that's, that's, that's that's really good.
2: Well, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm and- glad you took your time. And here's the thing, you know, I I think it goes back to that. You surround yourself with the right people um, that can help you along the way. You're not using the people, but, but Dwayne, in your situation, uh, we talked about this, you're coming in and and you've got a guy who, and I'm going to speak almost third person-ish. I've been there for 25 years. So I know what youth ministry does. And I've messed up a lot. Mm -hmm. I've messed up a whole lot. And, and, And I can give you, I can be the guru of your relationship and the guru of your ministry, but the reality is you're going to mess up a whole lot. Mm. And so knowing that we're going to mess up, knowing that we're not going to get it right, we're not going to do it perfect. Who do you want beside you when it's not going right? It's your wife. It's your family. Hopefully it's people that are in in the world around you. Maybe it's a mentor, a coach, friends. You don't want to lose those relationships for the sake of, of a profession. You, you just don't it it's just not worth it it's never worth it every person that has lost relationships because of the profession regrets it they always do and and you hear their story and they always regret it so um i think i think if you can get through whatever you're doing with your family intact and with your um uh, and, and they're beside you and they're with you and you can enjoy that together the better you are really and, and
0: I, you know i think that's so crucial for people that are in uh in the workforce right in in the corporate setting because a lot of times we i i went into ministry uh you know i i spent time you know working in, in accounting and business and i launched and started a business and uh did marketing and that kind of stuff and and you have a uh, to to go 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 and then to kind of neglect some of those relationships, some of those friendships. I, you know, I think, I, and I would say probably, you know, we Dwayne and I launched this podcast once I was already in ministry, and I think it it freed me up, and I saw the. I think when I was working for myself and doing that stuff, I neglected a lot of those relationships. I neglected a lot of those friendships and and calling and yeah, checking. Yeah, he up didn't
1: even remember who I was. I, I was like, like, "Who's this, who's this I guy?" I would I would call on a regular basis, and I would I would just get pushed off to the side, and and you it's still kind of like that. Um, as the, as our DMI family knows, they uh, uh, Japho's been saying he's going to no. visit me for a real long time, and uh, I just keep oh, getting so pushed off to the side
2: uh and it's 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 wrong. well but anyway Jeff you were well were Duane, you? I I've okay. never really had a best friend and it's been really hard to do ministry <laughs> on my own and and because no one ever comes and visits me so i i understand oh, your pain man. just a little bit a well, little bit more it, it, though a it, lo- it, i'm a little bit bigger of a victim than you are so it's okay it <laughs> might be cuz y'all live so far away man y'all are like in the middle of no we're in the middle of everywhere we're in the okay. middle of america <laughs> the problem is we're on the uh, we're on the way to nowhere. This is a problem. you 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 have to come. You have to be coming here to only get here because everything funny. goes around us.
0: <laughs> um, but no, what, what I was kind of saying about you know in the in the workforce, you know, one of the unique things about being in ministry is that if if you you know if if you end up neglecting the family and and your your marriage falls apart a lot of times the reality is this, that your ministry will fall apart, right? We've, we've all kind of known people mm-hmm. that have been in ministry, uh, their families have fallen apart, and a lot of times that costs them their job. And, uh, and so mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, and this is the unfortunate thing, you know, the family of really crazy things in the family dynamic, but they, they end up staying together because it's kind of like, all right, if my family falls apart, then, you know, I'm going to lose my job. Whereas in the corporate world, if your family falls apart, you still got your job, right? And so a lot of people neglect the family for the for work because they realize that if my family falls apart, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to lose my job. And that's a really sad thing. And and I think we have to kind of break away from that. And and a lot of people that are in the in in the work to really realize that that doesn't give you an excuse to neglect your family. Uh, if if anything, you need to to spend more time doing that. And I, I thought that was just kind of a, a an interesting. An interesting thing, because I've seen a lot of people in do that neglect their family because they know that, you know, they they perceive at least that they're still going to at
2: least have their job. I don't know. Yeah, but I I think on the other side of it, um, you may not lose your job, but you lose your effectiveness. Yeah, yeah. You lose your influence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who who are you going to trust? a guy who's been in the business world for 25 years and he's married to his same wife and he loves his kids and he gets away or a guy who's got two broken marriages and just can't seem to get to his relationship. And I'm not knocking one or the other. I, there's real things that happen and there's difficult things that happen, but there's that, that, that individual who has been, who has shown to be faithful mm-hmm. and has shown to make his family a priority seems to just have more influence and more effectiveness, even in the business world yeah. And yeah, you may not lose your job, but but boy, I, I will I will follow a boss who who is faithful and who is committed and who loves his family more than somebody who sees it as, well, you know, at least I still got my job type of thing. You yeah, know, exactly. I think that's
0: a great a great thing you know to to think about and and for for some of these young guys to to listen to and hear and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I would much rather have somebody that has is a person of integrity. Uh, who I can look at their life and say, outside of this, they're they're solid people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's good, good, good. Well, anything else that you guys want to say before we kind of wrap things up here and and end our time together? I think, man, so much to to think about and unpack here uh, today, and uh, a lot of great advice. Uh, Dwayne, I don't know if you have anything. Matt, if you've got anything that you no, guys yeah. Want to so
1: leadership? we're gonna be we're we're gonna be wanting to do something um, with, with with all of our all of our guests. to this leadership season um and JFO didn't even know about it so um but uh we I'm going to ask you three quick questions and I want you to answer them as fast as you can but okay. um I want uh, and this is just for for um for for everybody that's that's out there that's listening so um what's your favorite leadership book
2: um right now it's it's uh lead by paul david Tripp, um okay. new book that just came out uh, and then I, th- I think secondary to that would be, uh, knowing how to lead when you're not, in- how to lead when you're not in charge. Um, okay. Lee. Lead- yeah. How to lead when you're not in charge. Yeah. By, uh, place okay. Clay scroggins. Clay
1: scroggins Okay, cool. Uh, second question, something you would tell your younger self. What's one thing you would tell your younger self that you, that from your experience now
2: as a leader? Um, wow. Uh, probably, um, um, just rest, find rest. You know, uh, I think it goes back to invest in your family, you know, family time, rest with your family, uh, rest and celebrate with your family, work hard when you're at work, but rest and and celebrate with your family as often as possible. I think, and that's on this side of it. Uh, when you're, when your kids get ready to go off to college, Mm. <laughs> everything is the last time we're going to do something. And then you start bawling and crying and, and every moment, like, emotional thinking about it. it's the last time we'll ever do. It's the last time we'll ever have hot dogs together. You know, we're, you're, it, it's, it's so dumb, and, it, but it's so real. Uh, and I think at that moment and, and even now it, it, at this side, like just those memories, just rest and celebrate with your family, create memories with your family. I think that was a big one that I would tell my younger self. All
1: right. And last question, one thing you're working on right now as a leader?
2: Uh, well, other than trying to fix Dwayne. Um, <laughs> man, I mean, that's, that's a project. I, think- uh, I, I mean, Sarah's got her work it out for her. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually uh, – I've been challenged to do this years ago, and then I did a, a message series uh, just on, on a couple of them coming out Easter – uh, i'm actually in the middle of writing a, a book on uh basically on on how our culture everything in our culture seems to relate to one pair or one moment in jesus life the woman at the well and how many stories and how many things come out of that uh whether it's sexual identity or um uh social uh you know just the the whole social world and 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 all that kind of stuff so i that kind of sparked, and and I had a couple people coming out of when I did the, the I did only a three part message on it. Uh, they said, "Man, you should write a book on this." And so I've I've started kind of fiddling with that. Not that it's going to be anything that will do anything. It's I think it's just more for my sake. Uh, but but that's one thing that I've been kind of wrestling with and and playing around with when I have a little bit of time. So um, that's neat. Cool. That's well,
1: neat. I, I I think it'd be cool to break that down one day. Um. Maybe, yeah. Maybe when, when when you finally publish that book, it'd be super cool to have you back <laughs> it, on. You can. It may. Uh,
2: it may always stay on, on my this computer, podcast. So. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hey, yeah. Who knows? You could promote this on the podcast with all of our millions and thousands of listeners. We used to have yeah. listeners from Ireland. Um, They and never. Millions to, to
0: thousands and tens of listeners there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: millions of thousands but, uh, of tens of listeners. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Exactly, um, but but no, um, yeah, that, that that would be really something cool to to un uh, to unwrap and and you know you can kind of like I said maybe yeah. one day one day maybe we're big time uh, maybe they will continue to mention our podcast, um, but no yeah Don't thank you man. It. thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for for coming on and uh, it means a lot to yeah. us and, uh, and yeah, you, you 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 seem as um, so much as I've known you now for for I guess three weeks kind of um, yeah. Uh, that you 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 seem like a real, real real cool guy and that that I'm gonna be able to learn from a lot and and uh, just a lot of experience. So I'm I, I'm excited and uh, I know Jay is pretty pumped too.
0: Yeah yeah I'm excited for Dwayne man and I think this is a a, a great fit and just uh, an awesome time for him to to continue to to learn and grow and uh, you guys have, I know from from the conversations I've had with Dwayne that you guys have been a huge blessing to him and and uh, you know my prayers that he that. would continue to be a, a blessing to you guys as well so.
2: Well, hey, uh, honored to be a part of this, and uh, thank you guys for letting me jump in. And uh, I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully, there's some I, some good, valuable stuff in there. Probably stuff that I need to go back and listen to because I'm probably not doing it very well myself. But uh, I appreciate the opportunity and um, honored to be a part of it. So. And that's that's why
0: we do what we do. Um, a lot of these podcasts are for us for me and Dwayne to go, like you just said, go back and listen to and say, "Oh man, you know, uh, my wife sometimes listens to this podcast and says, "Man, you need to really take your advice."
2: <laughs> every Sunday. every yeah. Sunday, my wife tells me that. Yeah.
0: so guys, we're we're so uh, happy that you were able to join us uh, today. Hopefully, you got some some great things from this conversation. And like we say every single week, don't forget to mention this podcast to your friends, your families, to your uncles, sisters, cousins, babies, daddies, nephew. Uh, let him know about the podcast. Uh, Dwayne, what do we need to remember?
1: Remember who you are and remember to rate our podcast. Um, yes. on, on, you know, if you're, It's real super simple, real super simple, if that even makes sense. Um, but uh, all you have to do is scroll down on Apple and uh, just kind of. Look at the bottom. There's five stars. Hit the five stars. Uh, give us a rating, uh, or just comment on something. Let us know how what you guys are thinking, and and uh, you know, give some shout outs to Matt matsky here.
0: So uh, yeah, thank you. Awesome guys. Well, guys, y'all take care. Have an awesome week. Peace out. Thanks. Peace.